Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We've got a super cool guest episode today. I'm I'm pretty jazzed about this one. Like, I'm pretty excited to be recording this episode because. Obviously, here on this podcast, we talk a lot about human design. We're kind of very much in that, like, you know, spirituality, self-awareness space. Um, But I think that oftentimes sticking to one system or one set of language can really limit us. And so I've been really enjoying this year kind of reaching further out of that basket and grabbing other people that I know in my space, in my network, people who have inspired me, made me laugh, made me think about things differently. And the guest that we have on today certainly fits that mold. (laughs) Absolutely. Definitely in the laugh category. So we are welcoming on the incredible Anna Priz. Welcome, Anna. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. This is very exciting. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the digital sharing space. I don't often get to talk about myself except for every day, but this is better. (laughs) It's not enough, right? Yeah, no, I need more for sure. (laughs) So Anna is um, an online content creator. She's she's mostly on TikTok and Instagram. Um, And you guys, I reckon most of you who are listening have seen Anna's stuff. I've shared quite a bit of Anna's stuff. She went viral pretty recently for her uh, real videos on Instagram where she stands out in the snow and talks to the universe. And she's picked up these kind of incredible taglines from it. Like, it's called manifesting. Look it up. And it's just, (laughs) it brings such a beautiful edge of humor to this whole experience, particularly over the last two years, right? Like globally, it's just been a shitstorm over the last two years. Um, and I've, I've really appreciated the lens that you come at that with. It's like, Hey, this is a, this is a serious thing. And we're all journeying through it. And there's like very real mental health and economic impacts here, but like, let's stand out (laughs) in the snow in our robes without anything on our feet and just like talk to the universe. You know, what a great idea. <laughs> people people love knowing that other people are also having a bad time. Like that's yes. <laughs> there's like solidarity, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> what on earth was it that inspired you to start creating that kind of content? So uh it was the pandemic really, I mean, I have never had time to myself before ever. And like, when I say that, I mean, I was a collegiate athlete. I ran, you know, like I went to school, I graduated, I started my job um, two seconds later, and I've been with the same company 10 and a half years. I am an event planner. So I work 30 weekends a year plus Monday through Friday. Um, So I have truly never sat down and been like, oh my gosh, whoa, you know, so there's nothing scarier than sitting down after 32 years and being like, what happened? Like, mm-hmm. I've never taken a week, you know, I've never taken a week off, let alone a year. Um, and it was just kind of this realization, like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I like. I don't like my mental, my depression was, you know, it spiraled fast um it was really like I didn't know what it was at the time but like looking back and talking to my psychologist she's like you had an existential crisis Mm. and I'm like I totally 
am having an existential crisis. Not even done. I'm in it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's happening every day. And uh, so it, it was talking about it basically was what I was doing in a disarming way. Like that makes people feel like you're kind of joking, but they relate to yeah. <laughs> when you're like, hey, did you, are you chronically stressed and super burnt out? And have you never taken a break in 10 years? And everyone's like, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That, that is um, me. I, yes, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> and um, so how the other thing started, the, the screaming in the yard thing uh, was just, that started when we went back to work. Um, And I was like, how did we ever think this workload was sustainable? Mm. Like after a year and a half off, you're looking back, you're going, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe that I did that for 10 and a half years. I never took vacations or did self-care or, you know, did I didn't have any hobbies, which is so strange. Like now I have this all-encompassing hobby you know I I am online 24 hours a day pretty much um but yeah once I went back to work the first video that I made like that and it truly is when I make those videos it's like when I wake up in the morning I'm like what are you thinking right now like what do you feel like and the first one I made was I don't want to do things like (laughs) I I don't want to do them today And so I went outside and I don't, the robe thing was just like a total fluke. I don't even wear a robe. I don't wear like, now I have them obviously because I have to put them on constantly. But um, I, I was like, it'll be funny. I'll be out in the yard screaming in a robe, you know, like a lady who's lost it. And um, I did that and I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't think anybody would see it, you know, you're like, oh, and I think it was at like 1.5 million views by, you know, the end of the day. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) literally (laughs) everyone is seeing it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I'm I don't want to do things, lady now, which is and that was pretty scary, too, because then you're like, how do you follow this up? Um, But it's been easier than I expected, because all people want to hear is what's actually going on. And that's what people relate to is like, that's how I feel too. Like I need energy. I don't want to make any decisions today. I, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I I don't know what I want. Um, It's just everyday thoughts that I was out there screaming and (laughs) the snow thing just added to it because I definitely started out of the snow and People then were saying, what are you going to do when it's winter? And I kept saying, that's showbiz, baby. And so as soon as it started snowing, I was like, I got to go out there. You know, I, I got to do it. And it definitely adds a lot to the It does the create, a, yeah, creates a visual imagery that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely <laughs> like a draw in too, which doesn't hurt, you know, for me, for engagement. When people are like, what's she doing? Why is she laying in the snow? <laughs> Doesn't she have frostbite? Like, are her feet okay? <laughs> Everyone is pretty worried about me and my feet. And I'm like, I am out there for maybe 30 seconds. Like, I promise I'm okay. <laughs> We're cool, guys. Like, we've got workplace health and safety all over this. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Urgent care is only two miles away. So <laughs> We got it sorted. Can we touch on the event industry a bit? Because that's actually a pretty significant part of my work history. And I don't, I don't share about it like here on my business platform really much at all. Um, But I I was an event manager as well in high end Mm. events for many, many years, too many years. I think I did. Yeah. Uh, nearly eight years in the end before I left that to start my own hospitality and events business. Um, And and even still, when I left to start my own business, I would still get called back in to work with my previous company. So I'd do like, you know, 90 hour weeks and then just like hop up and, you know, do another nine, 10, 11 hour event. Um, And I think that, you know, over the last two years, especially socially, we've come into a lot more awareness of industries that have really toxic 
foundations yeah like we're becoming Mm -hmm. so much more aware of like how toxic that corporate space is and how toxic the financial space is and to some degree hospitality but I don't think people are really fully getting like hospitality and what it's like but I think like the events industry has been one of those spaces that it's just it, it exists in its own little dark corner it's like people are not really aware I don't think of the the workload that's required in events right and, and yeah, how consistent for sure that for is sure. right yeah what, I mean you've been in it for a decade like that's mm-hmm. a, yeah that's a really, are you okay at this point in time so no <laughs> not <laughs> really that's the general vibe of you know what people are getting <laughs> um I do love my job you know there's it it fits it suits my skill set, um, you know, which helps in just making something bearable. Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, co-own the company now. So um, in 2008, February of 2018, I started a buyout. So I'm still working on that. Um, it would have been over by now, actually, but we lost all of our money yeah. Um, yeah. there so. is that yes yeah so yeah that was a really I mean even the pandemic obviously added this whole other layer where you couldn't do your job um because I put on large-scale events so you know 500 to 5,000 people um you, you couldn't do that uh until June of 2021 uh, um was when they lifted restrictions here so recently you know, it hasn't been that long and people are slow to come back to events too. So it's been a nightmare, but previous to that, um, I mean, it's just a go, go, go thing that never ends. You're packing trucks, you're unpacking trucks, you're setting up a village, you're tearing down a village, you're, you know, you're face to face with a thousand people. You have to talk to all of them. Um, and these are all happy. Yeah. With a smile, you're like, yeah, all day and um it used to it even used to burn me out a little um not in the way that it does now where like I need a full week of like laying lifelessly it used to be like till Tuesday you know a a Saturday event and then I was you know comatose till Tuesday but now all of that we lost all of that social interaction um you know in that like constant dealing with people and uh so now when I go to an event I am like I have to walk away a little bit more I have to like take a little more time for me because yeah our the social you know all of our anxieties are just different Mm. um but it is it's it's a lot of work yeah (laughs) it's nonstop and it's go 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 so it's kind of been nice to have the internet um one as this like venting space um, and two just kind of getting to share how burnt out I am and and basically hearing from everybody else like oh my gosh yeah me too like everybody is just wiped out mm. um, mm-hmm. and I think especially in the event space which was totally an industry that just kind of got ignored during the pandemic too um, we weren't in any of the like government regulations that came out, you know, we weren't in and we were like, hey, we want to do stuff, but we're you're not even including us. You're not even including this industry in the list. So, you know, we aren't hot, a restaurant. We're not. So they were you're just like I put on events outside and <laughs> in parks and stuff uh, like and they're like, well, that's not an industry. And you're like, but it is. But it is. You know, I. I'm doing it. You know, I might be the only company in the area, but that's my job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't really, and it's been a, you know, you reinvent the wheel for a year. So we, we moved into an online space like everybody did. Um, So you're putting on virtual events, which are, you know, they get, they get lame after a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did, they did well. We had a nice community that came back every month. Um, we put on these like health and fitness challenges every month. Uh, and it was daily themes, daily posting, everybody just kind of sharing. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same as coming to a running festival or a music festival. And 
seeing people. Um, and the worst part about it now is that everybody got new routines. Like, mm -hmm. and I get it. I got a new routine too. And so now, you know, you're like, would you like to come out on a Saturday and pay $45 to participate in a something? And no. <laughs> they're like, no. No, I'm at home yeah. making my sourdough starter. Like I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So everybody just kind of got new lives. So now once again, you know, we're moving into reinventing the wheel. And so like, I know I say burnout a lot, but this yeah. constant reinventing an industry is exhausting mm -hmm. and I wouldn't wish it on anybody, you know? Yeah, there have been multiple times that I've like reflected over the last couple of years and thought, I'm so glad I'm not in the event space. I just, yeah. this is like catastrophic for the yeah, events it's industry. A, it's also one of those industries where you just, you get to see humans and you get yeah. to observe and experience <laughs> humans. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people are like, how come you always seem to know what people like need or want to hear? And I'm like, I see so many people. <laughs> yeah you watch I interact them. with so many people um yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> as a person who loves to be home doing nothing yeah I see a lot of people <laughs> I'm so. not sure I'm not sure what it's like you know for you and kind of your your sphere of events for me um it was very much like a like an insider's club in the industry it was like you belong, you're in the event space and you work and you grind and you hustle and like you work nights and you work weekends and you don't complain and your feet swell up and you just like, you deal. And a lot of people are drug users and alcohol drinkers because they that's the only way you can like get through it, <laughs> especially in like peak event season, right? There's this kind of camaraderie in this like, we made it. Like we're There's dying. a lot of drinking. There's right? a lot of drinking. There's a lot of drinking. <laughs> a lot of stimulant use, right? There's um, a lot of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and and really I'm in a health and wellness space. So like we <laughs> I'm I'm putting on health and wellness events, but like, you know, there's a huge, I mean, because it is, you know, we're yeah, we're working 18 hour days. And um, you know, if we're out, so my my staff's only 12 people, so we're very close mm. and we like we stay together when we do out of town where so everything is very not family oriented because I I know that saying that your work is like your family is a little bit toxic so <laughs> but we are close and so you know yeah we'll put on an event we'll finally pack up the trucks we'll go back to the house we're renting and you know it's a it's a party yep. yeah because <laughs> everybody needs release from such a high stress high productivity thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. drinking fast and it's that's everything. it drinking yeah. is the norm yeah and I I certainly recognized that while I was in it I was like because I, I don't drink really so I so, certainly yeah, recognized very apparent to you yeah I was like you people are alcoholics yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then like, I was an alcoholic pretty quickly into that. And I recognized the need for it, that there it's, had to be yeah. some kind of chemical influence Release, on your body. Sure. Yeah. Cause it's, you can't sustain that without it. No. It's, you know, the human <laughs> body is not meant to do that. And that's what I kind of figured out even during the pandemic. I said, what I've been doing is not a possible, it's not possible. Yeah. It's not human. No. Yeah. So it is kind of, it's been interesting coming back, you know, we've definitely done less. Um, it's kind of the shift focus turned to, we have to work smarter, not harder. Yeah. There's no way, you know, we cannot keep going at this rate. And I think that's great. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, you still need to make money, but it's yeah. like, how can we make more money at every event without doing more <laughs> right do less to receive yeah. more how do we work this paradigm I, right. you know, I I think so many people are experiencing that I like just this shift in perspective of like I actually don't know how to do what I used to do anymore it's it, 100%. like 100 percent like that's foreign it's not like I'm I'm unmotivated which we are I mean we're all unmotivated right now but I physically kind of can't even get my body back 
into that space totally not not at all I hurt my back the first event back (laughs) of course you did yeah and it's been messed up ever since and I was like oh my gosh I am not like I'm not doing this every week anymore and and I can't jump out of a truck and like (laughs) right right this is not okay with my body anymore we got to do something different which is that's the challenge in itself, right? Like I love that you refer to it as an existential crisis, this whole experience, mm-hmm. because it's on so many different levels. Like this is about, you know, your identity in career or business productivity. Like this is about your identity as a contributing member of society. It's about your identity of yourself, your mental health, your emotional state, like everything. It's like, yeah. uh, how do I, how do I fit myself back into the suit that I used to be in when I don't, I don't actually want I'm not that going anymore. back in. I can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't. No, you're like, it's released. Nothing's going back in the way it was. There's no, that's not happening. <laughs> it's not, it's not occurring. No. Um, on this podcast, we talk a lot about something called human design. I don't know if that's ever come into your space, but um, I looked it up because you did asked. You? So oh my did. God. Did you run your chart? I did. Oh my I, God. Who are you? I'm, what are you? I'm a projector. <laughs> and I, I love it. Yes. <laughs> I know. And I listened to your episode and you were talking about your husband or your partner and you were saying they're a projector too. And I was like, oh, I'm excited to tell her. <laughs> yes, you're a projector. I love it. Yeah. My God, events must be killing you. Killing you. It's so yeah, hard for your body. Do. Yeah. Now it's way more. And I, I take everything in so hard. Like mm-hmm. every, everything said to me is kind of like catatonic, you know, yeah. like I'm not a person who can brush anything off. So, which is so funny because one, I'm in two, I'm in two spaces now where people have total access to me at mm-hmm. my job. People can, you know, be like, this is the worst event I've ever bet you, you know, and you're like, okay. And then same I'm online where people are like, you're a spoiled brat. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm screaming in my yard. Like, it's clearly not serious. Like, you know, they're like, go back to work. You're being lazy. And I'm like, it's a joke. <laughs> the whole thing is a joke. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And that that's so characteristic of the projector energy, just as a fun like aside, like your ability as a projector is actually that you we call it penetrating terrible word usage for it. But um, <laughs> your energy has the ability to literally take in every single detail around you and process it and then use that for this like oh I can guide people I can teach people I can bring systems together I can bring communities together like I know how to get shit working correctly um (laughs) but that's why projectors are so tired right yeah you gotta rest yeah whenever I'm like screaming and I'm like I am tired I am so tired And that's so funny, you know, it's usually like a man who comes in and he's like spoiled, entitled. And you're just like, oh my, I promise I'm whatever. (laughs) I'm taking in every word and everything that's happening to me all the time and I'm surviving. (laughs) That's like a feat in itself. Yes, for sure. And, you know, in human design, I I specialize the facility, sorry, the community that I facilitate is for kind of one energy type in human design, which are the manifestors. And uh, we're only like 9% of the population. So we're sort of these like weird, we're this weird little like subgroup of people who kind of don't fit the rules and don't know how to behave correctly and can't keep up with (laughs) everyone else. Um, And the projectors are kind of the other type that's similar to us. You guys are about 20% of society. And so I, I love hearing that you're a projector because you know, what I've been thinking when I look through your content and like laugh at your reels and, and look at your stories, it's like, oh, this is so just aligned with these key characteristics of being a manifester and of being a projector, right? <laughs> this state of like, I cannot keep up with what the rest of you are doing. And now that I've stopped, like I've been programmed my whole life to do this. And now yeah. that I've stopped, I realize I can't get back to doing that and I don't want to do that because I'm really tired and that doesn't even feel good for me right but I I think that um what a lot of people are experiencing with that is like this very much this identity crisis and certainly if you have like underlying you know mental health concerns it's 
flaring that right and that's something yeah. that you you speak so beautifully about and bring such a beautiful perspective to is that kind of mental mental health journey of like hey let's pay attention to this yeah. <laughs> for a little bit was that a yeah. deliberate choice for you to kind of be that mental health advocate or did it just like evolve okay it's so funny I didn't really realize that's what I was doing initially <laughs> yeah uh, because I was truly just talking about experience or you know bringing up the things that were happening to me. Um, I'm super, I've always been super comfortable with my mental health journey. Um, and I've always been a huge advocate in my personal life, you know, to my friends, my family, um, to take care of their mental health. But, uh, I didn't know how many people needed to hear that. Um, because obviously in my small space, you know, in, in my communities, I've already been saying all those things, you know, yeah. I, so uh, I didn't know how many other people weren't hearing those things. Um, and that was really cool to see how people responded. Like, is that what that is? Like, mm. am I depressed? And you're like, probably. Probably. <laughs> you should look into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're like, that's anxiety. Do I have anxiety? And you're like, maybe, you know, it's totally possible. It could be anything. Uh, you know, I'm not a professional, but I'd sure love you to talk to one. (laughs) Yes. Um, I, so I don't know my mental health journeys. Uh, I have, I come from a background. My parents are lovely people, but definitely of a generation where mental health is very stigmatized. Mm. Um, so I, am, I have to correct myself, I am anorexic and bulimic. Uh, I've been out of recovery for 15 years, so it's been a minute, but um, I was in inpatient treatment when I was younger. And uh, that just sort of, for me, got the ball rolling um, because I, I liked the journey for me. I do better being thrust into something like that. Um, mm. I had never even knew what any of these things were I didn't know what you know anxiety and depression and you know I didn't even know I had an eating disorder um (laughs) and I had for seven years and I didn't know wow um I just wasn't like that's not how I identified it I was just who I was and then they're like no no (laughs) you're very sick and you're like oh shoot damn I missed it and uh you know it's nobody's fault that everybody missed it because um, sometimes you just don't know what you're looking at, but, uh, yeah, I had, so my first therapy appointment, psychiatrist appointment, I'm in rehab. I am, I have a dietitian. I'm like, they're taking me to the doctor. You're like, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> this is all at once. And so then from there, you know, I had a great, uh, therapist and a great psychiatrist and, you know, you leave and you have all these tools, like it's like getting the I don't know, fast pass to like, here's how to fix your mental health. um, (laughs) Yeah. So I, I've had a therapist forever, you know, I, it's always, well, not forever, but since then, and it's always felt very normal. Um, I get asked a lot if, uh, if I have a, any background in mental health, like, Oh, do you have like a degree? And I'm like, no, no, I just, I'm living it. <laughs> you know, a ton of I life experience. Does that count? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm just a person who's just experienced this for a long time. And um, yeah, it's, it's been good. I mean, it's a great thing to know. Um, so where, you know, I'll be really struggling and I never now have to be like, what is this? Like, it's always like, this is your brain. <laughs> yes. Um, but once I was in recovery and then I, went back, I went, I took a year off college. So I went back to college, graduated and then, um, started my job. And then, you know, sometimes you trade addictions. So, I mean, my addiction was just hustle culture, Mm -hmm. kind of hustling. Like that was it. So I put my whole life into that. Um, and obviously I didn't notice (laughs) for 10 years, uh, that I was doing that. Yeah. Until I had the time and I said, Whoa, I missed something there. Like I missed a big, there was probably a thousand big red stop signs saying like, Hey, 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 (laughs) Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
So it's, that's been good to get back in to that space. And then, yeah, obviously sharing about it online has been great. And, um, advocating for myself mostly I I am people are always saying how did you know I need to hear this and I said I'm just talking to myself Mm. I write what I need to hear and then I say it back to the camera and yeah it's been good for me too yeah do you feel like (laughs) that's opened oh no sorry you go you go no and you learn every day because people too still come in your comments and tell you stuff you you know you maybe never heard before or Mm. you just get a different perspective um like even every day I'm learning something new. Like I just learned that you need to rest, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's been two years since I've kind of been deconstructing this hustle life. Uh, and I'm just still learning stuff all the time, you know, like yeah. the timeline's made up the it's all, you know, your value is not your productivity. And uh, it's just, it's been so, eye-opening every step of the way um yeah the laziness does not exist um somebody sent me that book and that kind of you know changes I'm just changing every day it's been very strange my (laughs) identity is changing which is like scary but exciting I always say you know there's no deadline for figuring out who you are Mm -hmm. because it's going to change it's going to change again and it's going to keep changing I'm sure what has that in your your personal experience what has that dismantling of that hustle culture that i i love that you refer to it as addiction i was very much addicted to that for a super long mm-hmm. time too um because it's so like look how valuable i am <laughs> look how productive it i am is. <laughs> like, it is. it's an addiction right. to being yeah. important it, it, it very it much is. yeah <laughs> yeah the, the fuller the schedule like the better i am as a human yeah like, like this would all it. fall apart without me and correct I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly damaging. My gosh. Um, yeah. What does your, what does your life look like now that you're, you're trying to dismantle that, especially with trying to manage like, Oh, Hey, things are kind of like returning back. Like I've still got this, you know, company that I'm a part owner of. And now I've got this like big social media following and I kind of got to manage content and stuff on that. Like, how are you navigating that? I'm scared. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm totally freaked out. That's cool. That's the experience that I'm having right now. Um, It's kind of like, how am I going to do all of this? Mm. And because I want to do all of it, uh, that's definitely, (laughs) it's like, okay, you know, do I need to make the time for this? Uh, I got to figure that all out. That's part of it too. Now that we're back at work and it's about to be summer you know, yeah. 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 No, I'm terrified. That's like, (laughs) it's a big, I'm super scared right now. Yeah. 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 Keeping all of this, you know, it's like you have all these balls in the air and then you're like, can you do it? Right. I don't know. I don't know. It could all fall apart. You know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's like, I'm real honest, obviously, you know, when you're like, well, how do you feel? And I'm like, oh, I'm super scared. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm terrified. Do- yeah. Totally terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super nervous about it. And, you know, also like online is such a fickle thing too. You're like, yeah. it could all end tomorrow. Also, you know, every, all of it could, uh, but at least I'll be on this journey to figuring out who I am, um, and what I like to do, which I'm still working on, you know? And they're like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, well, I don't know yet. We're yeah. getting there. <laughs> yeah. And there's Writing, like, I think. Yeah. you know, there's so much narrative online, especially as soon as you kind of like get into any kind of like consistent online space, right? Where you're not just like a consumer, like flicking through your Instagram every couple of days, but like you're, you're a content creator and you're on there continuously interacting every day. with people. Yeah. yeah. There's no breaks. Oh, there's no, no never. You never switch off. No, no. Um, you know, and there's a whole bunch of narrative around like people are trying to spit out their version of the answer. Yeah. And so we've got this kind oh, yeah. of dynamic here yeah, where we're like, people are coming on because they're like, I need the answer. Like fucking nothing makes sense at all. Yeah. And so I have to find the answer. And then we've got all of these people who have had their own personal unique experience. And they're like, I've got the answer that applies to everyone. Like 
so come and pay me for it and you you can have the answer and and then we get this like disillusionment right of these people like buying this stuff and having these experiences and learning from these these teachers or coaches or influencers or whatever and being like oh but you promised me that you would give me the answer and that's not the answer for me right and it, i i feel like it creates its whole own spiral in doing that have you witnessed that at all i have but that's what's so fun about what i'm doing is i'm like the the anti answer Yes. I'm telling everybody that there's not an answer constantly. I'm like, this is all very stressful and scary. And it's, you know, we've got a lot to sift through. We've got a lifetime behind us. I mean, especially I'm jealous when you mentioned that the culture is laid back in Australia. And I'm like, I mean, you must know that I, I have a different experience, um, you know, yeah. being here in the U S where you're, it is shoved. The American dream is shoved down your throat every Mm-hmm. second of the day and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't exist and I I I think I wrote that I don't know I, I wrote it recently but I would someone was like can you write a little bio about yourself and I was like I'm here to deconstruct the American dream you know <laughs> I <laughs> we shouldn't uh, want it it's not good take it away well it's yeah. not I it's mean not. the thing about it is like so here's an like not to go off on a tangent but like I take achieved it. it how's that like I did it okay so Okay, now what? Like you told me if I did this, then like I would be happy. But like I have the house, the car, the husband, the job, and and guess what? Mm. <laughs> I'm more lost than I've ever been. <laughs> you know, I I have no idea what I'm doing. And now I have all this stuff I can't afford, and I'm worried that I don't even like my job, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why would you do this to me? You know, why would why would you? sell this as like the thing you're going to want to do like see how hard you can burn yourself out before you die like oh what that's a weird that's a weird vibe is that where we're going that's okay that's what we're that's what we're doing i don't know if i just sort of forget to tell you about the end like (laughs) what okay well now then what yeah yeah (laughs) and there's a pandemic you lose your business loses all of its money and you're like oh no i yeah, I don't know who I am and I don't have any money and I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that like that American dream culture, like it's it's funny, like we were talking before we hit record about like, you know, Australian culture being super different. Um, and we we have like a lot of American listeners. That's kind of the, the biggest audience base we've got, but a lot, also a lot of Europeans. And it's really interesting to witness that like, over the last 10 years in particular, that American dream culture has permeated the entire globe. Mm, <laughs> That's like, I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> Thank you, America. <laughs> Appreciate you I'm, guys. I'm yeah. trying, but I'm just one gal, you know. <laughs> I need an <laughs> army. Come on now, right? <laughs> but yeah, that that drive for like, and, and I, you know, we can like uh, scapegoat America for that, but it really it's just humans right? It's just, it's yeah. just human nature and America is kind of like the pinnacle of, of all of that. So it's easy to look to you guys as like the front runners. Um, but it, yeah, it's very much been like, okay, here's the dream. Follow, follow the dream and do the dream and do all of these things that are supposed to make you an adult and supposed to make you happy and supposed to make you satisfied and supposed to make you be successful. And then, oh, it, it doesn't feel like that. Mm, oh, well. Yeah, you're like, if I wasn't having an ex- existential crisis before, I am now. Right. Because where do you go? Where do you go from there? And that's like, that's largely why I do the work that I do too, because I did had that same journey. Like, I did it all. Yeah. And I got the husband and the Very kids similar. and the house and the car and the business and like all of the things, all of the labels <laughs> and the metrics. Yeah. And everyone was like, you're so successful so amazing and I was like but I feel like I'm dying and I, <laughs> I do not feel successful this does not feel good like am I missing a piece of the equation here because every day I have to ask myself if I'm having a heart attack <laughs> is that normal like should my chest feel like this <laughs> I don't think this is how it's meant to be right yeah people fight it really hard though like so that's you know I post a lot like hey if you don't take a break like your body will shut down on you at some point and it might not be for a long time but it's gonna happen 
And then you're going to be even less capable of taking care of all the things you need to take care of. But everybody's like, I don't have the time. I'm like, I I can't tell you that you have to make the time, but burnout's a real thing. Like you, you can work yourself into an autoimmune disease. You can work yourself into, you know, uh, like chronic stress is really bad for your body. You know, this is, this is more than just like your brain. This is like, this is your health. You can't buy it back, you know? Um, Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I mean, there's lots to say about our healthcare system, but <laughs> um, I mean, it taking care of yourself, you know, ugh, it's hard. And I hate that it works. <laughs> I always say right, it's so sure. annoying that yeah. if you get enough sleep and drink water and eat three meals, like you feel better. It's like, I hate that. It but sucks that when you exercise, it's better for you. Like you actually feel better, worse, <laughs> you know, and people don't want to hear it. And what did someone say to me the other day? They go, this is like the best way anybody's ever said this in where like, I'm not mad at you for the way you said it. And I was like, because I prefaced it by saying, you're not going to want to hear this, mm. but like basic human needs help. Yeah. You got to meet them every day yeah. when they're like, I don't have time <laughs> to take a day off. And I said, well, you don't have to take a day off. I said, but are you drinking water? Are you eating <laughs> are you sleeping? Are you, you know, and they're like, no, I don't have time. You're like, well, those things, you know, eh, unfortunately, you know, when you're like, it's 2 PM and all I've had is a coffee and three string beans. And you're like, I wonder why I feel terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm not like a pro health person. I mean, I come from an eating disorder space, so I'm, you know, I'm like, do what you want to do, but I do think, unfortunately, sleeping, eating, hydrating, they work. <laughs> Very sad, but yes, yes, they are the key pillars for sustaining yeah. the body. Yes. Um, how are you how are you managing your social media? Right? Because you've gone like this huge rapid growth like you've kind of on the outside that's like oh my god so great look at you like you've got so many followers but there's uh definitely a a reality to that of like managing that level of community how are you finding that well I think first of all it's really important to if anybody is listening and trying to be a content creator it can be really disheartening to think that that's what happened to me like it looks like I exploded overnight, but the reality is I've been creating for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I, it, I have had a lot of tears and stressful days and wanting to make this work is one of the harder things I've ever done. Mm. It's constant. It's relentless. You're at the mercy of an algorithm, um, you know, which you have no say in what happens. Um, so I did grow quickly, quicker on Instagram than anything else for sure. But it was because I can't, I had already done all of that. I had already spent months posting to nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was where I was just sort of getting to know myself and my voice. And what did I want to talk about? Um, and I found communities that like kind of, you know, now are some of my best friends. And, um, and that was like in the beginning, this is like, you know, you have a couple thousand followers on TikTok and, um, that just kind of shaped it. And it really helped to have, not to say time to like mess around to figure it out. But once I figured it out and I knew what I wanted to say more, so I had a better idea of what people wanted to hear from me, what people. And um, so once I got to Instagram, it was like, I kind of already know what people want to hear. It's different for sure to bring yourself into a new space with a different audience and try to repeat the process. Um, I had never intended to come onto Instagram. Um, I'm glad I did. I mean, I'm met you and so many other like very cool people 
but it was because people were sharing my TikToks on Instagram. And I was like, well, I should be sharing. That's mine. I, that, I, I did like, that. Yeah. I, I should be the one getting views for that. You know, like, this is crazy. So that's, you know, why I came over and why, you know, it does look like it happened quick. And I know that feeling of how jealous I get when I'm looking at someone else's page and I'm like, how come they're growing so fast? And it's like, well, maybe if you sat down and had a conversation with them, like it doesn't always happen. It, and it wasn't happening that way for me. It just really seems that way mm-hmm. um, because I had a year of posting under my belt before I even posted a, one video on Instagram. Um, so like a year of posting twice a day, you know, yeah, it's a lot of practice and honing my <laughs> craft um, and writing and the writing's gotten better <laughs> <laughs> like anything, you know, you've just improved, but I forgot what the question was <laughs> after all that. But. That, was, that was so good though. That's such a good point to make. I, you know, like that's uh, I get the privilege of talking to a lot of people, right, in this yeah. online space, and this is my fourth year in, in online business, um, and that's the reality of the experience for every single person ever, right? And, and like I, I'm in connection with some people who have 2,000 followers and some people that have 500,000 followers, right? And But it's exactly that same experience of like, it looks like on the outside, yeah. this was so super fast and so super easy, but actually I've got this whole backlog of stuff behind me. Like I was posting when nobody was watching, you know, I felt like an idiot. I kept showing up. There's this kind of uh, resilience element to the story of like, I just decided to keep going. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, to extrapolate that out further, like that's what you got to do in business as well. That's like, you can't. Yeah. Business totally. doesn't just go like, oh, I have this million dollar product idea. And bam, I tell people about it and they buy it. And all of a sudden I'm a seven figure business. Like, but no, you, <laughs> yeah, you got like a long journey before you can really kind of get anywhere. But it's this, like, it's the illusion on the outside. Yeah. It should be fast. It should be fast. It should be fast. And I must not be doing it correctly. Yeah. If it's not fast when actually the journey is slow. It's, it's slow. slow <laughs> right. And it's- can we just pace ourselves to that? Yeah, it's fast when it's fast, but when it's slow, it's slow. And it's, you know, and you're questioning your entire existence. Like, what am I doing? Am I, does this matter? Like you, it's hard. And you were, oh, the question originally was about like community and, um, you know, it's hard. Yeah. People have a lot of access to you, which Mm -hmm. is great. 99% of the time, I love talking to people and people get so excited, you know, when you answer, they're like, oh my gosh, you message back. And I'm like, what? Sure. Well, I'm I'm a human. I'm I'm hanging out. Like I've talked to you. I want to talk to people. You're here supporting me. Like, of course I want to have a chat. I don't want you to say mean things about me, but (laughs) (laughs) that's part of the gig, I guess. Yeah. Trolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they exist. And it's um, it's baffling, hey. Like when I I feel like you can create the most supportive community that's like so positive and so real and so authentic. And every now and then they'll still be like a creeper comes in the edge. <laughs> just like yeah, <laughs> inserts themselves in and, and says something just horrible and cruel for no reason or people get like really triggered by something that you said and they just like project it like all over you as if it's like it's you who's made them feel this way and you're like I'm on the other side of the earth and I just made an Instagram post like I oh my gosh come on I I (laughs) this just happened I made a post about like speaking to your younger self and how Mm. I would choose not to because she was rude and I don't like her (laughs) and they just like went all in on me and I was like it's me I don't want to talk to myself that why are you mad at me there's nothing to do with you I yeah it's me (laughs) yeah it's uh it's interesting but I have met like just so many I think the best part about it is knowing how many people out there are just relating to you which Mm. is wild and since the beginning you know even 2,000 followers on TikTok uh, two years ago I was talking to my mom and I said, I don't understand why they're here. You know, 
And she said, well, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm just talking about what I'm going through. She said, everybody just wants to know that somebody else is going through what they're going through. Yeah. And that's it. You know, people just want to know and they're not getting a lot of that. They're getting more of it now, more of the, like, this is what's happening and this is how I feel. And I have really bad days and I'm sad. And, you know, uh, that's, there's not a lot of it. Yeah. I agree. When I, you know, I made a, I made my first ever nighttime yelling. I'd been avoiding it because I didn't want to lug lights outside. (laughs) I did it, you know, last week I was like, okay. And so at the end of the day, you know, I did a, like, this was a bad day let's Mm. not do this one again you know like no more of this this is no we're not we're not repeating this one zero out of five star rating yeah and you know people like to know that like oh my god I had a bad day too and you're like yeah it's it's rough it happens yeah yeah it's real even when life looks perfect like it's still you still have bad days bad experiences right and that's okay yeah it needs to be okay I think we've got to just be all right with that and and the more people that bring like a vulnerability and an authenticity to that the more familiar that becomes for us and I um I love the way that you do that just so uniquely like it's just so Anna it's like I don't even (laughs) need to do this the way that everybody else is doing it and I I'm not even necessarily doing it for all of you like I'm doing it for me yeah I am but it's like you know the thing I'm saying is to me it's what I want to hear um I don't know if you ever saw it but I did before the holidays I did this I'm I want to apply to be your mom and it was like (laughs) all the things that like I would say to you if I was your mom and all of it was just stuff that I would want my mom to say to me you know it's not like and everyone's like you're the nicest person in the world and I'm like well I just want people to be this nice to me (laughs) that's all I want I just want people to say nice things to me and so then it's so it's interesting what's so fun about me for creating is I've had all these different eras kind of and so I have these different pockets of communities where you know I have this pocket of people who call me pocket mom I have you know so there's just like different things you know you have the like my bathrobe friend or like there's just different things I do or the keep it up cutie which is like everybody gets very excited you know they love to be called cutie and I I do too that's what I mean like I that's what I would want someone to say to me too yes 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 um what what is next for you on the horizon do you have any like particular stuff that you're moving into or working on or at the moment is it just like hey I'm just I'm just here and I'm just showing up for this I am just yeah I'm showing up um I I would love to have I got to figure out how to balance things. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I would really like to create more. I would like to make that more of one of my main focuses. And um, obviously I still have to do my job, but, you know, maybe delegating a little better there um, because the part about creating that's been so fun has been writing. And um, I've always loved writing. Uh, so I, I would love I'd like to do more of that. Like I, I want to move into a space where I'm doing things that I like to do mm. um, because I've just, I've never had a hobby before. So I want to, I want to expand my hobbies, you know, which is yeah. like, what do you want to do in your future? And I'm like, well, I want to work less and I want to have more fun, which I think is so cool. And it's not what you would expect you know people don't say that like <laughs> right yeah everybody like, I knows want to climb the what... corporate ladder no I don't I just want to stop actually and... yeah and like I want to work less and find some fun hobbies and um you know maybe get nine more dogs and <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I just hope this will go somewhere um I mean the, the creating thing I hope it'll go somewhere I'm not like I don't have all of my eggs in that basket but I I do hope it might go somewhere a lot of people you know, people are always telling me to do voice acting and I'm like, I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, But who knows? I mean, it could be on my exploration list, you know, learning new things, trying new things. Um, Yeah. Because I'm so excited to have some hobbies for the first time ever that aren't my job, which I thought was a hobby. And it turns out that was my job. 
Yeah. <laughs> Part of that existential crisis, right? The rebuilding. It, now, it totally is. like, what do I like? I get to reframe all of this. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's challenging. It's also an adventure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do more stuff like this. Like talking yeah. to people is like so cool. Um, I definitely don't want my own podcast. So don't. <laughs> Anna is not starting a podcast, everyone. She's not. I'm not doing a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but I will go on a podcast. Um, I'm doing like a women's summit next week. Um, Cool. It's also like an online thing, but um, I'm excited. Uh, They wanted to someone to take a less serious approach to, Mm. uh, you know, navigating. Uh, your mental health and it's like yep I can do that that's me yeah (laughs) that's what I do yeah it seems like you've been having a little bit of fun lately too with trying some merch stuff out through your business and I I think you just wrapped up like the latest order round yeah I did yeah and there will be another one probably right around when this comes out you know like April May summer yeah yeah so um because everyone's requesting warm weather stuff and I'm like it's still snowing here <laughs> I, I I can't mentally get myself in that space yet so that'll be coming for sure yeah I make um I have three like different sayings so I've keep it up cutie the it's called manifesting look it up and um I don't want to do things which is my personal favorite people yeah. say like what's your favorite like thing that you say and I say I don't want to do things <laughs> That's my favorite. And just don't. I don't. Yes, 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 yes. I love the merch. It looks so cool. I like missed out on this round because I, my head was just like so busy, but I was like, I'm going to order something. Oh shit. I missed the deadline. I'll be on. I will be on for the next round. The stuff looks really beautiful. And I think that any, um, just like fun, easy reminder we can give ourselves of these, like, this is actually the story that I want to live in right? Like yeah. I, I can wear a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me like, I don't want to do things. Well, yes. I keep, keep it up. Keep going. You get looks for sure. I wore it to Christmas, like to <laughs> my family and they were like, you don't want to do things. And they're like, that's kind of funny. And I was like, yep, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is kind of funny. But isn't it also great? I like- was like, but also I don't want to do stuff. <laughs> so don't ask me please <laughs> right it's so good well where can people find you if they happen to have like not ever entered your space which I find amazing yeah, I'm a where can they get you yeah I'm a-k-p-r-z-y a-k-p-r-z um but a-k-p-r-z-y everywhere so I I do have an uh a YouTube working on it okay working on it but it exists uh, same name everywhere. So everything is AKPRZY on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and that's it <laughs> for now. <laughs> enough of the places. Enough. Yeah, that's plenty. I can't. Yeah. I can't keep up with the two. That's why if you go to my uh, my YouTube's got one video. So you're like, she's not really. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she's there. She's there. I'm there. Okay. I'm ready to be there. <laughs> You've claimed your place. You'll get you to it at exist. some point, yes. right? Yes. yes. I cannot encourage listeners enough to, to follow Anna. I, I'm very selective about uh, who I follow on social media because there's a lot of voices and a lot of noise and just a lot of stuff going on. And you're one of the regular people I keep in my space every day. So um, thank you so much. You're welcome. That's such, <laughs> that's such a gift. Now, like you're one of the only people I follow. Like that's <laughs> that's the sign I, of love, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's I find that you're... The content that you create just has such a such a purity to it, such an authenticity to it. And it's really, you know, it's refreshing, but it's it it's it has a message. Like it's it's clear, it makes me feel better about myself. If even if I just need to laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> the message is you're doing better than you think. That's right. the message. If I had to like put it out there, if they were like, what is it? You're doing better than you probably think you are. That's yeah. it. It's, it's yeah. actually all okay, even when it's yeah. not okay. It's not okay, but it's all right. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're, we're alive. We're going. So definitely uh, jump over to Anna. Give her a follow. Enjoy. Enjoy the videos. Enjoy the content. Um, get yourself some merch when that reopens yeah. again. Yes. And thank you, Anna, for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been just like a personal joy for me to yeah. meet you. I'm like, oh, this is the 
chick behind the stump. (laughs) Thank you for for giving me the opportunity to speak for longer than 35 seconds. Yes, there's no timer. There's no timer. (laughs) Well, I have loved having you on. Thank you for being here. All of your links will be in the show notes for anybody to come over and, and follow your space. And thanks for giving us a bit of your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.